What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Luke Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And quick reminders to download and play Goat Simulator and Uncharted Nathan Drake Collection, both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of this week for Plus Club. Let us know what you thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is Vindictus, which is a one to four player cooperative action uh, adventure RPG MMO style game that's free to play only on PC. Uh, make sure to download that, play that. Hopefully, you don't have issues on Windows 10. Um, I think it was a Windows 10 thing. It's a multi core processor thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's something. There's some issues to be had with that game. But if you can play it, it's pretty fun. So make sure to play that. Come back at the end of the week for Game of the Month as well. We'll be picking a new Game of the Month for the next month and talking about Vindictus as well. And yeah, like I said, January's like already almost over. So fucking we're down to the wire. This week, you guys just got like four things to watch. Um, we have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And if you'd like to support us, make sure to comment, like, share, and uh, do all that stuff. Subscribe. And if you want to support us even further, we have a Patreon link down below. Check that out if you want to. Uh, Tasty Tuesday. We're back to a normal schedule this week. Back to doing normal shit, uh, which I'm very happy about. Although it's the week where we have multiple, multiple episodes to do. So it's going to be a full one, but I'm all for it. But with every Tasty Tuesday, uh, let's just jump into it. So we got two bits of news. The first bit of news is a little bit of Torchlight news. Now, uh, prior to like today or as of recording today, um, there was a game called Torchlight Frontiers that uh, was going to be like a free-to-play online version of the original Torchlight and Torchlight 2. Well, they've made a change to that. They're apparently going to be calling this game Torchlight 3 now. Um, so yeah, according to, let's see, PC Gamer, uh, they say, it's been a bit of a rocky road for the upcoming Torchlight game developer Runic Games, maker of Torchlight and Torchlight 2, was closed in 2017. Rest in peace. And Torchlight Frontiers, the shared world RPG ma being made at uh, extra games. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's E C H T R A. Uh, so it's either extra or extra, uh, which I would assume is the latter. Games was delayed from a 2019 release to a 2020 uh, release. Um, it's about time for some good news then. Torchlight Frontiers is now Torchlight 3, and it's not just a simple change in title. In quotes, it says, Along with this name change comes a major shift in our design approach to Torchlight 3, reads a post on the Torchlight site. Torchlight 3 will be released as a premium title. For one box price, you will own the game and be able to play the way that you want to play online or off. Originally, this was going to be, like I said earlier, an online MMO experience. Uh, in quotes as well, it says, Over the past year, we have gathered massive amounts of feedback from our alpha testers. The post continues, After reviewing this feedback, discussing with our internal teams, and receiving guidance from our publisher, we determined that this was the best course for the game. The shift helps bring Torchlight back to its roots and makes it a true sequel to Torchlight 1 and 2 that it was always meant to be. Torchlight 3 will now allow... Uh, or will now follow a similar act and progression structure to Torchlight and Torchlight 2. You'll be able to play both online and offline, and the in-game real money store has been removed. Uh, it will launch on Steam as the first two Torchlight games did. Uh, weirdly enough, I started a new character in Torchlight 2 yesterday. I'm not interested in that. Uh, so that is the news. We have a video to watch uh, about this, and then we'll discuss it. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right, three, two, and this is announcing Torchlight 3. Uh, okay, three, two, one, and go. 
Hi everyone, Max Schaefer here, creator and executive producer of the Torchlight franchise, and I've got big news for you today. First, we are renaming the game from Torchlight Frontiers to Torchlight 3. Uh, we're doing this based on two things. First, the amazing feedback we've gotten from our alpha testers, and secondly, uh, as you make a game, the game starts to tell you what it wants to be, and Torchlight Frontiers told us that it really wants to be the spiritual successor to Torchlight 1 and Torchlight 2, uh, and so we've made the change, uh, both in the business model and the name for these reasons. Uh, we think you're really going to enjoy the changes we put in. The game plays the graphics, amazingly mm -hmm. right now. It's a lot of fun. It's been a while, we though, are so. also changing the game to a premium model, which means that for one box Thank price, you. you get the entire game, all of the content from day one. As part of our switch to a premium model, we are also switching from Arc to Steam. So Torchlight 3 will be a Steam game. I can also God. tell you today that we will be releasing on PC in 2020. We did these changes mostly because of feedback we got from our alpha players. They God. told us what they want the game to be, and it, from our own internal deliberations, we also agreed. The game just works better as a premium title. Uh, and we have changed the structure of the game, changed the way you go through it, the pacing, the monsters you fight, and made so many great new changes that you're gonna have to get all the details either online, in our blogs, uh, we do Friday fun streams, so check us out there and on social media. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff coming down the road and all of it is possible because of the great input we've gotten from our alpha testers. Uh, they've given us constant feedback from the very beginning of this journey and I think it's made the game a whole lot better than it was before. So I wanna say thank you to the alpha testers, thank you to everyone who's been following along uh, we've got great, great things coming down the pike, and please stay tuned. I want to say thank you to the Alpha Testers as well for convincing them to make this fucking great decision. Uh, before I jump into what I think, uh, what do you think about this news? What do you think about uh, them changing everything about this game, essentially, uh, because of feedback? Well, my first thing is uh, it is a bummer that that uh, the original people aren't making the game. Runic, yeah. So Some of those people have moved on to other projects. I get a little iffy about that. Yep. That being said, um, as far as like a company in general, like listening to the people testing their game and making a decision like that, I have to give them complete uh, props for that because in a lot of the cases, to my knowledge at least, they have a business plan in mind and they are going to make that work no matter what type of deal. They're going to release it like that. Um, it's pretty rare for a company to just turn around and just like completely redesign the way a game is supposed to function. So, Or even hear feedback and not only go like, well, yeah, we'll do a little bit of that, but just go like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like to listen to the customer. Yeah. No, it's great. Um, so, I mean, it gives me a lot of hope for the game because obviously there's people playing it and and providing information and they're listening enough to actually make a decision like this. I would imagine that also means they're they're listening enough to make gameplay decisions within the game as well. So I have a feeling um, even if it doesn't necessarily feel like Torchlight 1 and 2, it's still it's probably going to end up being like a decent game in that regard. Well, if they're going to reorganize the whole way they're going about making this game and releasing it based off feedback, that at the very base minimum, they're going to be listening to gameplay mm -hmm. feedback. So I think, yeah, that's a good point because I'm on the same boat when it comes to... I get really weirded out by a sequel to the game being a game being made by somebody else. Mm -hmm. 
not necessarily because they're not going to be able to make a good game or not, but there's always, and, and our next topic as well is something similar to this. There's, there's typically just something that was working really well when they made the game and it's almost impossible to replicate that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you have a talented group, they might be able to make something else. That's great with the same brand name or something like that, but it's very rare that you get, um, a different company. I mean like three, four, three, I think did a pretty good job with uh, halo four. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's some room to, uh, uh, some stuff to be desired with, uh, halo five. But, um, but like that's a good example of somebody taking on somebody else's you know franchise, but there's not a whole lot of them out there. So Mm-mm. no, and so I um, get the the being alarmed on that for sure. Though, and like I said, I, I'm mostly actually positive on this. And mo- first off, um, you know, big fan of the the style of game to begin with. Torchlight Two was a um, high point in the genre for me. Uh, oh yeah, out of games I've played like it. Fucking love Torchlight Two. Uh, it it does something that a lot of games in the genre doesn't do, which is kind of gives you like a really like almost hyper version of it and just really throws the loot at you. Um, mm. Can be a little negative. Like me and you were kind of discussing earlier today. Um, you don't really get a chance to savor anything. Yeah. So hopefully they can find a good balance in this game in that regard. Um, though I do really kind of hope they still kind of stick to the piles of, of loot flying out. Um, even if it's just mostly like vendor stuff. So, well, I will always enjoy more loot than less loot. A game where I'm not getting loot enough, it starts feeling fucking fatiguing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is such thing as too much loot, and that's something I learned in Torchlight 2. Yeah. Because every time I got something new that I got excited for, I had five minutes to be excited about it and get to use it. Because I was going to get something else very soon that uh, I was going to forget about that last thing. And I'm excited for that, and I'm going to be switching out soon. So there is such thing as too much loot in a game, and Torchlight 2 taught me that 100 so hopefully they can tweak that a bit but not too far because i don't i i don't want to sound too like i want it this way but fine tune it fine tune it hopefully they can do that yeah i mean there's it's a balancing act right yeah so and all they can do is take the example set before them and the feedback they're receiving and hopefully produce something that we'll all enjoy i'm i'm glad that it's it's not going to be a games of service game there's yeah. plenty of those out there right now anyways it is nice to be able to just buy a game and own it so yeah, uh, I actually have a pet peeve with uh, existing games uh, going from one way to the next one turning into like a games as a service or turning into a free-to-play game. Um, I don't have a problem with free-to-play games. I don't have, free to, I don't have a problem with premium games. I hate... Uh, they're very different philosophies on the way you're going to monetize that game. And it's also different philosophies on the way that you're going to give content to that game. Uh, games like this, it needs to be a total package. I want to buy it. I want to get everything that you can get in it. And I don't mind buying expansions. I don't mind buying other things, I guess. But um, especially loot games, I don't like when they're free to play. Because there's always something that feels like you're not getting the full experience unless you're paying some extra money or paying a little bit here, a little bit there. And uh, I kind of hate it. So like, for instance, and we talked about this earlier, but like uh, Dungeon Defenders, Mm -hmm. I think that's a solid ass game. I really enjoyed that game. I love tower defense games. I love loot. So it was a mix of like Diablo meets tower defense. Uh, Dungeon Defenders 2 came out and it came out as a free to play game. Completely ruined that game to the point where the people who made Dungeon Defenders are making a new Dungeon Defenders in the vein of the original. They're they're rebooting the original um, because they also agree the deal they made with the company that wanted them to make an online free to play game, they didn't see eye to eye with, but they were in contract with them, so it didn't work out. 
And, uh, you know, so that gives me hope for a new one. These guys did the same thing. Uh, Runic went under, which sucks. Uh, at that point, I'm like, fuck, dude, Torchlight's dead at this point. Someone else bought it, uh, that extra company. But then they partnered with Perfect World, which is a free-to-play, like, huge world-renowned fucking free-to-play company. When I saw that, I was like, fuck, they're going to turn Torchlight into a free-to-play game. Um, and they did. They are like, Torchlight Frontiers. And I'm like, I should be really excited for this. I'm not. I was actually kind of disappointed that we're going to get a fucking a free-to-play Torchlight game that couldn't even be called Torchlight 3. Um, I was like, this just has, like, fucking alarm bells all over for me. Red flags everywhere. Like, I don't like it. Um, to the point where I forgot Frontiers was even coming out. Then I saw this today, and I was like, Torchlight 3? Are they making that now? And apparently, they've just redone everything with Frontiers. So... Uh, kind of like what you were saying, Runic isn't making this, but that guy I had to do, that guy was around for the first two. So mm -hmm. they do have people who worked on Torchlight working on it, so that's a good thing. But again, whole new company working on this. So that is probably the only red flag I can see right now. But as for a company doing everything that I want them to do with this game, they did it. Uh, I'm not typically the type of person who's like, oh, do what I want with the game. I want them to have a great idea. I want them to uh work on that and and realize their idea for sure but if you're working on a brand or a franchise that i've grown to love and you want me to buy the next one uh you gotta you gotta work with me because you already set a standard for me and if you change that uh ghost recon breakpoint i'm not gonna want to fucking pick up your game because it's not what i grew to love so them First off, going Torchlight Frontiers, you know, it was a new idea. We're going a different direction. Well, let's go in the direction we used to go, what people want. We're going to have to call it Torchlight 3. They did it. Fucking let's make a premium game because it just makes sense to have the full package uh, there. They did it. Um, online, offline, they did that. Fucking uh, act-based uh, game. I mean, like, literally, they're just making Torchlight 3 now. That's exactly what I wanted. Um, the only thing that can ruin this game... For me, as if they just don't nail the game. Outside of that, though, their commitment to listening to their alpha testers is like unheard of, in my opinion. In that kind of like, at least publicly, yeah. we're gonna sure, sure, yeah. exactly. But like to just reshift stuff, like that's that's a big deal when a company goes like, "Hey, we were wrong. We're yeah. gonna change everything." You don't hear that from or anybody. Or hey, we agree. Yeah, yeah. Which means they were wrong because yeah. they had an idea and they saw that the things the people want make more sense to them now. Because they probably have a shitload of money they can make in the first couple of years of Torchlight Frontiers as a free-to-play game. But it's probably going to die off pretty quickly. Yeah. If they can maintain the fan base of Torchlight, keep them happy, they can keep the brand strong. And I'm assuming sell plenty uh, of copies. Uh, I mean, it's through Perfect World as well. So, like, there's another premium game that you can buy through Perfect World. I forgot which, it was, which one it was, though. Yeah, they're kind of weird for a free-to-play publisher. Well, because they publish in general, yeah. like it's weird. Because there's like, like I said, another game that you can buy from them. And I was like, that's weird, but um, really interesting. This is just really good news. Like I said, the only thing that can make this game suck is if they just don't nail Torchlight. We saw Pets though, which yeah. is a huge part of Torchlight. The graphics look better while still maintaining that cartoony look. Torchlight Two, or I think, still looks good because it's cartoony looking. That kind of those kind of graphics really age well. So when mm -hmm. you go realistic, they don't age so well because. The standards go up pretty fucking fast. Um, and it's a top-down fucking uh, ARPG, which looked like that to me. Loot, hopefully it's all it's all there. And 
they say it's gonna be a premium game. They're gonna buy and be able to play from beginning to end, and I'm just really fucking happy with that. So like everything about this, I'm really excited about. I went from going like, eh, you know, we'll see what happens when it comes out, to now going like, man, they listened, and those alpha testers were very vocal with what they wanted. So I have to, uh, you know, give them props for doing that. Uh, that's why you're there when you're testing a game is to give that feedback, and it was so constructive. They literally redid the whole game so um in a different direction so very cool i'm, I'm actually really excited for this but um i am too especially because uh it's a genre that though isn't dead <clears throat> doesn't get like a lot of releases except for now there's a bunch of these games all going to come around the, come out around like the same time because you got like diablo, diablo 4, 4 and yeah. fucking a couple other ones um well and and because of of uh the whole thing obviously with with blizzard and whatnot i am uh i was a little bummed out with the diablo 4 thing because mm. i mean i'm just not really on board yeah. in, in that regard um this is great for me because i love torchlight uh, as well and yeah. at least i will have something other than like you know path of exile essentially to play so oh that's the other one too path of exile essentially having like a sequel i didn't hear that we covered on the show did we I don't yeah. remember that at all. Unless I did it on my own. Because they're doing the same thing as like Overwatch. Having a sequel. Do you not follow that either? No. I wasn't on that one. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's another one. They're they're revamping the whole thing. And it's just going to carry over into essentially a whole new story and, and arc. Hmm. But the graphics are going up and everything's going up. Oh, cool. But you'll be able to continue all... Like it's just gonna be the same game. I gotcha. I gotcha. It's like a soft sequel. It's interesting. I don't talk about too much because I don't remember the details fully. But it, it was very cool. I don't know why. Maybe I was alone when I did that episode. Um, but yeah. All in all, Torchlight Three looks very promising. It's exactly what I would want from this uh, series. It's it's a rare thing to see people go back on their decisions. And uh, like I said, I'm typically not the guy who's like, "You're supposed to do it my way." But a game like this, it's just really. I remember now too. Runic went under because they made a game called Hob, which oh, yeah. is a platformer, and I don't think it sold very well, which sucks because in my mind I was like, no, make Torchlight three, but at the same time I have to respect like you want to do something different. I get that. Like it would suck if you're like, we'll make Torchlight three. I promise, but we just want to try something else. And but you know people didn't want that from them, so um, it, it made them go under. So because Torchlight and Torchlight two sold modestly. Like, you know, it did well enough, but yeah. they weren't, like, fucking huge titles. Um, but, yeah, so that makes sense. But, anyway, um, I'm really excited for this. Mm. Uh, I hope it's done really well. And, uh, it, you know, it's premium, so I will most likely be buying it uh, unless I see something that looks bad about it. But this is just all in the right direction, in my opinion. So, anything else you want to say on that? No, I think we pretty much covered it. Let us know in the comments what you think about Torchlight 3. What do you think about them going in... Uh, and- like the original game's direction as opposed to a uh, games of service online MMO. Uh, would you have preferred that direction? Uh, Frontiers, would you uh, would have wanted a free-to-play version of this game? Or are you on the same page as us and want a premium uh, looter? Um, let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. And if there's anything we missed on that topic, uh, feel free to fill us in in the comments. Second bit of news is... A bit of Silent Hill news, which uh, kind of scares me. There is a rumor going around um, that I'm seeing everywhere that there are two Silent Hill games that are currently in development. Now, this is via PC Gamer, which is interesting because, well, I guess Silent Hill is technically on PC. 
but I never think of it as that. Uh, according to them, it says, well, this sure would be nice if it turns out to be true. Aesthetic Gamer, a.k.a. Dusk Golem, who uh, previously provided accurate leaks about the Resident Evil 3 remake and Resident Evil 7's Not a Hero DLC, says Konami reached out to developers to pitch two new Silent Hill games. Konami apparently wanted one to be a soft reboot and the other an episodic game in the style of Telltale or Until Dawn. Um, then it shows Aesthetic Gamer's tweet. He says... In other news, while I'm dropping this stuff, and I think I can talk about this, I'll mention there is a couple new Silent Hill games in the works. Konami, about two years ago, reached out to various developers to pitch ideas for two Silent Hill games. One, a soft reboot of the... And it doesn't continue from there. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, according to Aesthetic Gamer, Konami started soliciting pitches for these games about two years ago, and although he believes they're still in development, as he says in a follow-up tweet... I don't know where the projects are uh, at now or if they'll come into fruition. Uh, the rely on horror website suggests that they've heard from our own independent sources uh, that a Silent Hill project is in development. So fingers crossed, I guess. Last Silent Hill game on PC was Homecoming back in 2009. Uh, in 2014, a playable teaser for the new entry uh, called Silent Hills, being directed by Hideo Kojima, was released on PS4 but a year later was canceled. Everybody remembers that whole debacle. And uh, yeah, it's the news. There's rumors that there are two Silent Hill games being worked on apparently two years ago. They were they were asking around. And uh, yeah, one's gonna be a reboot, one's gonna be a episodic game. What do you think about the validity of this? Do we think it's real? Do we think it's not real? Uh, do we think those directions are things that they would be going for? Uh, would you want that, not want that, want them to go in a different direction, want them to sell that to someone else? Um, and yeah, overall thoughts on uh, Silent Hill games from Konami. <clears throat> Fuck Konami. Um, I, I think it's funny. Pachinko machines. That Konami, as I'm taking this, doesn't have development studios or something anymore because they're asking people to make their games for them at this they point. They did the same thing with um, Castlevania. I, yeah, the I last should... two of them were from, I think, a uh, studio from Spain. They make um, Space Lords now. Mercury Sun or something like that. I don't remember. Anyway. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, I just, they're literally just holding on to all this stuff for an opportunity to, to make a buck here and there off it. And like, I get it from a company standpoint, but like they already have like this deep wound and people who've been paying attention at least uh, will know about it. And uh, every time they even like breathe something about an old IP, I just instantly am upset about it. <laughs> Because honestly, yeah, you're, they, you're worse than I am about it. And Konami used to be my favorite developer. Well, there's a publisher. There's I guess. game series that, that they've uh, made in the past that, that I was a big fan of too, like uh, Sukoden and stuff like that. So Dance Dance Revolution. Dance Dance Well, yeah. And they, they pretty much slowed down on that or they're stopped and now they have a new Metal Gear Solid, Dance. Silent Hill, Castlevania. Um, Castlevania. Yeah, they have some big names. They had a lot of big names. Uh, they own a lot of big names. Yeah, um, still feels like a was like they they were once. Yeah. I would I would really like for them to just sell the properties off. Hundred um, percent. Even if someone turns on buys and makes a bad game, at least it wasn't Konami. Like mm. <laughs> that's just kind of how I feel about it. 
Um, I don't share this guy's enthusiasm as far as Silent Hill is concerned. I, I don't think it's about time. I think uh, this guy's playing to both sides, though. He's being kind of a pussy about it because he's like, yay, I guess. Yeah. Because he's just, like waiting for what people are going to say to him. <clears throat> I, man, I don't even know. Like, they could give it to someone. They could make a good game. But is it going to be necessarily Silent Hill? Probably not. Um, is it going to be a decent horror game? There's a chance. Uh, am I excited for that, though? No, because I honestly, I don't want these guys to get any success at all. So, yeah. Um, I think it is possible that Konami could redeem themselves down the road. I won't forever hold a grudge against them, but for what they did with Kojima and how they've handled legacy games and kind of flushed them down the toilet, uh, I have lost a lot of respect for them. Uh, if they start somehow started, like they got new management, someone's like, we have all these fucking games under our belt and we're not using them. Who the hell is running this shit? Let's fucking get this shit going again. I'd be like, all right, cool. New management. It's a different company. Uh, but as of right now, I'm, I'm on the same page as you. That being said, um, I have uh, I, a lot of times when people talk about like how Bioware hurt them or other companies like, oh, I used to love them and they can't like or Blizzard. They're like, yeah, oh, they're still good. You know, like they're in their denial phase and shit. I already went through this. You guys, I went through this with fucking Konami. Konami was my favorite fucking uh, uh, publisher developer out there. Metal Gear Solid is my favorite series of all time. My second favorite series of all time is fucking Silent Hill. So I mean, like they really were making games for me for a while there. Um, and not only did I have to just let go of Silent Hill after the room, I had to play bastardized versions that were outsourced to other companies, uh, like Homecoming and the other ones, the fucking Downpour one and shit. Those were all made by different companies. Those weren't made by Team Silent. Those were outsourced to other people. Team Silent got disbanded after uh, the room. And uh, with that, Silent Hill got killed. Um, so it, it, it's it's hard for me to even fucking fathom the idea that, that Konami could make uh, a Silent Hill again. Um, just because that era of Konami, that era of Melgar Saul, that era of Silent Hill, that era of everything that you love from Konami is over. It, it ended. That being said, I think they could possibly uh, do something, but not with Silent Hill. The reason I say that is Silent Hill, and I've been I've been talking about this with random people on Twitter for like two days now. Silent Hill is is lightning in a fucking bottle. It is an era that existed, and I don't think could be replicated. All you're gonna get is people emulating that Silent Hill was disturbing and weird. But there's so much more to Silent Hill than that, and you would have had to been part of that team in that time with the same kind of philosophy to make a game like that again. And I don't think anybody's going to be able to do that unless you recreate team silent. Again, you get a Kiriyama Oka on board with making the soundtrack because I think the soundtrack is a fucking crucial part of that series. Even uh, homecoming had a Kiriyama Oka work on the soundtrack, but the rest of the game was made by random people who thought that blade monsters were fucking silent Hill and having like dodge mechanics and shit was like fucking silent Hill. And it came out awful. His soundtrack wasn't even that great. So it didn't sound like he was really into it that much. Um, anyway, everything I'm saying, I just, I don't think, regardless of what they do with the with the property, uh, they're ever going to be able to make a new Silent Hill that's going to stand, uh, that's going to be able to have that name be respected. Um, Silent Hill 1 through 4 are like just really fucking special games that, that are great stories, 
bad voice acting. Amazing atmosphere, amazing design. I forgot what the guy's name is. He's working on there's rumors he's working on a new game though. The guy designed all like the monsters and shit or the design of Silent Hill. Something Edo, I think. Um I think he's uh, working on something now. There's rumors of that. So he's obviously not on board with this unless that's the game that is the rumor. That'd be kind of weird. But uh unless you have him, you have Akira Yamaoka and you have Everyone else who works on these, you're not going to get a Silent Hill game that's good. So what I think they're going to do with this is I think they're looking at Capcom making all this money on Resident Evil Remake. Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3. They're going, holy shit. They're just remaking games to, to Konami. They're just like, oh, they're just remaking old games and making money off that? We can do that too. <laughs> we have the Fox engine that we're not using. So why don't we just use those realistic graphics and do the same thing? Because this thing implies that they're going to be rebooting the first one, which could be exciting to me if somebody else was doing it. I'd be like, holy shit, dude, fucking sell this to fucking Capcom. <laughs> Let them do a fucking remake of Silent Hill 1 through 4. I will buy each one with how well they did fucking remake of 2. And I know, again, people are going to be like, well, you just said no one else can make that. Yeah, but Capcom, I think, has a better chance than Konami. Konami just... It's not in them as a company to care about gaming. They're in, interested in brand and money. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. These are fucking big brands that people will spend money. People bought fucking uh, Metal Gear Survive, or the fuck it's called. Uh, they also gave that game away to a lot of people, but yeah. Sure, but people still <laughs> bought it because I talked to people who were like, you're going to pick that up? I'm like, no. They're like, but it's Metal Gear. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. It just has that fucking name. It's literally Fortnite Save the World Edition. With fucking Metal Gear Solid 5's fucking skins. It's trash. It's garbage. Um, so they made money off people who just weren't paying attention, I guess. Uh, they could do that with this as well. I mean, there's movies for Silent Hill. There's other, I mean, there's people who have never even played Silent Hill who post memes of foggy towns. And they're like, it's Silent Hill. I mean, it's like a meme at this point. So you could totally sell this to people who are just like, are not in on it. And some people might be curious. I mean, I'm fucking, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't curious about what they do with this. But I, I just I don't have any faith that they'll be able to do it. So anyway, like I said, I think the the reboot idea is probably something that's realistic. I think it's probably something that they got inspired by Capcom on because in their mind they're like, you can take old games with established stories, so we don't have to think up shit and just make better graphics, and we can sell out to people. It's probably what they're gonna do. Um, then they're outsourcing to find someone who can do it, and then uh, the Telltale thing that just fucking does not sound interesting to me at all. Um, if Telltale did it, did it maybe, but like, <laughs> it would be funny if that was literally who they're trying to get a hold of. Cause like they're good storytellers, but fucking God, that's just, that's not what I want. I don't want a fucking cartoony and not saying it would have to be that, but like, I don't want an episodic fucking make decisions game for Silent Hill. That takes so much away from the, the atmosphere, the fucking, um, uh, exploration and the the gritty every man trying to survive combat that makes silent hill silent hill you're not a dude who's fucking like ready for combat you're just a dude who's confused swinging a fucking pipe trying not to get killed by horrific things um yeah i don't know this is just it's just interesting it's interesting and i and i when I asked you earlier if, if you believe it or not, if it's a thing, I do. I think they absolutely are sitting on this and waiting for a way that they can make a game. They might make or try. They might actually try and make a good game. They also might just try and cash in on this. 
You still make a good game and try and cash in on it, but it just comes down to whoever they find who wants to work on it. But they're not going to fucking spend top dollar on this shit. They're going to find someone who's willing to make McDonald's for them. So, yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm not excited. If anything, I'm actually kind of freaked out that uh, I have to be uh, reminded that something I love was fucking destroyed and now rubbed in my face. Um, but there's, there is a chance. There's a chance they could totally redeem themselves and make something awesome. And I hope that would be the case. Uh, I just don't buy it. I have no reason to buy that. I typically go based off reputation. Like with Cyberpunk, when I say, I'm not worried about that delay. CD Projekt Red has never given me a reason to worry about uh, their practices, ever. So why would I know until they give me one? With Konami, opposite. They've given me too many reasons to go, I don't trust you. I don't trust your intentions, and I don't trust that you care about the brands you have outside of that they're worth money. Um, so I think in the best case scenario, I think it'd be very smart for uh, Konami to um, sell those brands, but I know they already have them licensed out for like slot machines and shit, so, which they're probably making money off of, but god damn, I, it can't be that much. I don't know. It's it's fucking stupid. I hate revisiting Konami, but this is actually kind of big news because uh, any of Konami's games, like, here's another reason why I don't think they're they're gonna do anything with it. And this is just more proof of them just not giving a fuck. Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear Survive was fucking trash. It was thrown together very quickly by some of the remnants of Kojima's uh, production company that um, that that stayed behind. Uh, I watched a couple things on it. They're like, fucking, oh, we're making another Metal Gear. And they just kind of knew what they're doing with the engine and shit. Then they just released last year that new Contra game that got like a three across mm-hmm. the board. It was complete trash. And people were like, it has some cool ideas, but it's not Contra and it's janky. And you look at that game, it looks like shit. It looks like someone threw it together. Oh, yeah, they own Contra. Yeah, which is also one of my favorite games of all time. Like, I love Contra, so it's fucking annoying that Konami owns these fucking games. Because I'm like, dude, give them to somebody. Somebody buy this shit. Someone save these fucking brands. Um, THQ Nordic, fucking buy this shit. I don't care. Um, they'll just make something that's safe and fucking fine and not not really going anywhere. And, but they'll just be like, hey, you guys remember this? And I'll be like, yeah, it's fine. It's better than what Konami's doing with it. Go and like, hey, let's... let's cheap cheaply fucking pay for uh, a version of this to keep it alive maybe somebody will buy it that's money that's money we weren't making um we're doing the same just shit that people in around. the movie industry d- uh do and like well we have to use it or we lose the copyright on it or Ex- except for they do own it but yeah, yeah. pretty much <laughs> i think it's more so just like to keep the brand alive because it's really important um but but yeah, I don't know. I I have no I have no hype for this. Like I said, I'm I'm pretty annoyed by the idea of them uh, doing what I expect them to do. Look for somebody to make this on the cheap. They don't say that, but all the evidence I've seen so far, they're probably doing that. And uh, I think I think Resident Evil remake has a lot to do with their decision on that. Um, and yeah, hope they do well. But uh, I don't think they will. So. Anything else you want to say on that? Fuck them. There's no type of Silent Hill game you'd like to see? I mean, I can't play those games anyway, so no, not really. I would like, obviously, for people who enjoy the series uh, to be able to get a game they enjoy. But uh, just in general, like you said, there's there's no trust there. So 
even even when Konami wasn't on everybody's shit list, they were still trying to make Silent Hills, and they were making awful ones. In my opinion, some people liked the the Wii one. Some people liked Homecoming. I fucking I I love Silent Hill so much. I hate those games because they just they don't get it. Some people don't like the room. I fucking loved it because it was Silent Hill. It was just experimenting with new ideas and shit. Mm. But so like even during the time where they weren't like fucking doing all this weird shit with Kojima and taking his engine and canceling Silent Hills and shit and doing the pachinko thing, they were still putting out shit Silent Hill games. Speaking of licensing stuff, I would fucking laugh if they tried talking to Kojima. To have his studio make something. No, it's fucking... It's too late, dude. It's <laughs> Death Stranding did fucking well for him, and now he wants his company to make big-budget games, small-budget games, anime, movies, and all sorts of shit. He wants his company to do all that. So he's... Uh, mean, I think you, me and you were joking about it. It'd be funny if his company got so big he could just buy Konami. Yeah, and get Metal Gear back. Get all those games. <laughs> God, that would be the fucking <laughs> ultimate goddamn... Uh, I was gonna say underdog story, but calling huh. Kojima an underdog is fucking ridiculous. Revenge. Yeah, yeah, that could be a Korean revenge movie. <laughs> um, no sympathy for fucking fucking Salt Snake Boy. Uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I pretty much have said my piece on this. Yeah, I'm over it. I wish I could be excited for it, but it's just too long, too deep of a fucking wound. So. Uh, yeah, let us know in the comments what do you guys think about these rumored Silent Hill games. What do you think about Konami uh, possibly shopping around for someone to develop these games for them over the last two years? Do you think this is a valid uh, rumor? Um, do you think there's uh, any weight to it? What do you want to see them make if you want to see them make anything? Do you think the two games that they're working on, the Telltale and the Reboot, um, are, uh, are, are the ticket or is there something else you'd like to see from them and uh, what's your overall thoughts on Silent Hill Konami and the rest of their IPs in the comments below but that's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loop Games always thank you for watching make sure to like and subscribe enjoy this episode make sure to check out our other episodes check us out on Tumblr, Twitter Facebook and TikTok at Tasty Loop Gaming check out our streams links down below uh, we're on iTunes Spotify and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us and we have a Discord link down below you can talk to us anytime all the time and uh, another quick reminder real fast I did a separate episode episode today two episodes are out today uh talking about uh plans going through 2020 when it comes to this channel and things i want to accomplish and uh things coming soon so make sure to check that out if you have not already my name's seth i'm chevy until the next episode which will be plus club or game of the month coming very soon until then have a good week guys and take it easy